Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Beauty Squad podcast. I hope you guys are feeling good. I hope all this COVID crap is finally going to be behind us. Um, welcome to my podcast. If you are new to my podcast, a very warm welcome. Um, my name's Neil, and as you know, this is called Beauty Squad. So every Tuesday, I do What's a Tea Tuesday, so I've kind of started to come away from that, um, just because there is, honestly, there is nothing in the media, which I feel like is super positive at the moment. It's very kind of COVID-led and a lot of like just bad things happening. So of course I will use my platform to highlight stories which I feel um, irk me or I disagree with or just generally want to voice my opinion. Um, but I wanted to go back to more cosmetics today. So one thing, as you can tell by the header, we are going to be discussing a very taboo subject, which is actually race and cosmetics. So the headline of it, the reason why I was thinking this, right? Um, yesterday I was doing my makeup um, just to make an effort because sometimes I'm like, do you know what? I'm going to put on a bit of makeup today. And I was putting on my makeup and I was like, oh my God, it's so difficult for me to find my shade. And I've, I've have, I have found a few shades in the past. And this is like pure investigating or working for the brand or mixing and blending products or even having my foundation concealer and pyra actually made up bespoke for me um and i was like thinking back to like how cosmetics uh used to be and it's so mad because now we look at cosmetics like okay let's go back in time so first of all sit back get a coffee and relax or get a cocktail or wherever you are um, in the world um, and let's go on this journey together. So as you know I've been in cosmetics for like 15 years now and when I first started in cosmetics I worked for a brand where you kind of blended foundation so what that basically meant is I made foundation from scratch so I would custom blend foundation for people and that's what kind of gave me my skill within uh, like base or you know complexion as they like to call it and I love it I think if you're a good makeup artist it's not necessarily about doing that winged eyeliner or doing that fucking cut grease I don't like um I think it's about complexion I think skin is so hard to get looking like skin but flawless without looking like too made up so I remember working on that brand I was like oh my god this is amazing you can blend foundations for like the blackest of skins you can blend foundations for the whitest of skins but what I noticed in other brands, and I'm not going to name brands, like a lot of the French brands um, back in the day and some I've worked for, they weren't really geared towards black people or people of colour, basically. So, you know, your brown people, your black people. Yes, they would have up to my shade and my shade would have been like, do you know, I'm like a caramel. If you ever, if you know what caramels are in most foundations, I'm like a caramel. So I'm like... Well, let's first talk talk about me. My dad's from the Caribbean and my mum's from England. She's white, so Caucasian. However you want to fucking say it. Like, I hate all these labels. But my dad's black, my mum's white. That's basically what it is. So I'm kind of like a bit chocolatey, a bit like caraveny, I guess. Um, and that was my nickname in school, Caramel. So that was quite funny. Um, but I remember finding a shade for me was, was hard because... I couldn't find the right tone. I would find like the depth, but the tone of color was always off. And what I kind of feel like, and what I've seen back then was like, a lot of black skins weren't catered to. Yes, 
you had your brands like MAC, where they obviously did ebony shades. But when it kind of got to like my area, do you know, like olivey kind of skin, there wasn't really anything above it. Like, there, like maybe there was, but like it was like two or three shades and they were like completely wrong. I remember when I was working in Selfridges and I had to colour match this woman and she was like ebony black, like black as night. And I just couldn't find anything. It was just all turning ashy. It was all looking pink. It was just, just not the right tone. And I think like the cosmetics industry has come a long way. And I do feel like they are catering for darker skins now. If you look at Rihanna and her launch. Um, and there are other brands out there who's kind of coming up the market. There isn't as much inclusivity as... Well, I think there's more inclusivity within... Um, makeup but what i see brands out there and this is what i don't understand if i was running a brand surely they have someone who's like i don't know if it falls into marketing or if it falls into like a digital editor or social media editor kind of one of those forums where they're kind of like right guys they're sat around the table and they're like okay we're gonna launch foundation there's one particular brand out there which you guys know and most probably know because they were rinsed on um, the internet where they had a, an amazing concealer line and they launched a foundation line and it had something like I think it was 10 something stupid 10 or 15 it was <clears throat> excuse me it was very very low um and they had like literally zero shades for black skins and I think they were like two or three it was embarrassing so I never understand like these CEOs of these companies and it's just not a it's literally a no-brainer if I was going to launch a brand I would be like, right, I want foundation for the whitest of people. And I mean, the transparent people. Like my friends, my like, I call them transparent. They are transparent. Um, there would be foundation shades for them. There'd be people with red tones, orange tones, yellow tones, black skins, brown skins, whatever color skin there is, the spectrum. There has to be at least, at least 30 shades of foundation. Because even if you look at the different types of tones of skin, even if you had like the extremely fair, fair, medium, medium tan, medium dark, dark, and like ebony dark, that's still about five foundations in each shade, shade range, which is about 30, 35 shades anyway. So I never understand these people who work for these cosmetics houses, who are in these really high paid jobs, who literally do not have a clue about the cosmetics industry. And it's so frustrating to see because I'm sat there and I'm like, how can you make that blunder? Who is in charge of these brands to be sat round at these board meetings being like, yeah, we've got a whole concealer range, but we're going to launch less foundations than our concealer. That seems like a great idea. They're being paid to run these kind of companies. And for me, obviously, like being gay, being mixed heritage, I say mixed race. I don't know if that's polit politically correct to say that anymore. I think it's mixed heritage. I didn't actually fucking know because I just say I'm, I even half cast, I don't think you can say anymore, but I'm obviously mixed race. So, and I'm gay. So I kind of feel like, do you know what? Platform for me would be like, you know, inclusive of everyone. Um, make sure that everyone's included. Guys, uh, women, uh, you know, younger people, maturer people. The whole spectrum, white to the blackest of night black skins. So it is weird that in this day and age, first of all, that, you know, race 
in foundations. I'm not saying brands are racist. I just think think brands are as 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 exclusive, inclusive. Sorry, as they could be, because if you've ever gone into like I don't know, I call them like drugstores. I don't know what you want to call them, but all the drugstore brands. There's some which I'm like, okay. Sipping on my coffee here, doing a shady side eye, and then there's some who are like, oh my god, this is fucking amazing. Like there's some brands I'm like blown away by, and there's some brands I'm like, really, like. You're a well-known brand, like a multi-million or billion-pound brand, or you're an umbrella under the umbrella of another brand, and you're coming out with products like this. So it is, it is shocking. And I remember back in the day when I was like blending these foundations and making these foundations, I was like, oh my god, my dream would be to have my own cosmetics line because there are so many brands out there who just still to this day do not get what good cosmetics is. Like there's brands out there who constantly bring out stuff and products which is just unnecessary and I know it's to make obviously people buy the bottom line is to make money um but no I just don't get it I literally I just believe if you have a concealer line surely you should have a foundation line to match it and they're not they're not bringing in like I don't know a thousand people of all different types of skin colors skin tones and testing them so it is kind of shady in that sense. And it got me thinking about, do you know this word, everyone's throwing it around, like, is it cultural appropriation? There was someone on the internet the other day doing blackface, and I was kind of like, I listen, I, I don't think racism is funny, I think it's awful, but I do see, like, the history of it and how it was seen, how it's portrayed, but, like, it doesn't affect me, it doesn't insult me in any way, um, and I am a person of colour, but I was kind of like, do you know what, it's theatrical in the sense of what she was doing and they kind of like went for her in the comments and everything and they're saying it's blackface it's racist but like it's so bizarre like I just I feel like as a society I think we've become so sensitized to a lot of things like you know when I was little I used to go out and paint my face white and dress up as like a Dracula is that like white face like is that shady towards white people I don't know it's so backwards and like you know, if you've all been to Europe and you've all been on holiday to Spain, you know, all the white girls used to get their hair, like, braided and box, you know, kind of braids done with, like, beads in there. Like, that to me wasn't racist. That's that's sharing culture. Like, I don't think you should have or need permission to be like, right, do I need to check if this is culturally appropriate if I'm wearing it in a sign of, like, respect? I, it's so bizarre. It's weird. I just think it's so bizarre. Like, you know, does that mean everyone who wears fake tan is essentially wearing blackface? Like, come on. Like, relax. Like, I think if it's derogatory and it's meant in a, a nasty or negative way, then obviously it's bad. But, like, if it's someone embracing someone else's culture, what the fucking problem? What is the problem here? Like, I don't get it. Um, so that was kind of bizarre. I was reading about that and I was like, oh, my God. My philosophy on this whole race thing is, like, you know, and tying it into cosmetics, cosmetics are still not as inclusive as they could be. And this is something we wear every day. It's something we chat about to each other every day. Um, it's something we're engaged with. We read in magazines, we see on the internet, we see celebrities, and um, we see all these endorsements. I think when it becomes more inclusive and, you know, it's not seen as like, you know, foundation lines being launched, you know, colour lines being launched, you know, not suitable for black skins, you know, it's too much for white skins or, you know, all these different types of skin tones. 
that's the scary thing because cosmetics, which people don't know, it has most probably the biggest reach of anything other than food. Like fashion, yes, I know fashion does, but cosmetics, everybody, well, I would not say everybody, but I'd say like 99% of people in the world use some type of cosmetic. So like, if, you know, if it's body wash, face wash, deodorant, cosmetics. So that's what I mean. It just, I think when we start having these discussions about race and, you know, how we're seen as all equal and we're all the same, like it's just skin colour. Um, I think the cosmetics industry can actually lead the way in that um, by talking about it. And, you know, like, if you follow fashion, like I studied at London College of Fashion, so I used to be really into fashion. I used to love um, all the different models and everything and, you know, the representation in the media. Like I used to love Tyra Banks. She was one of the reasons why I went into makeup because of America's Next Top Model. Um, and, you know, you've got Naomi Campbell, like she's from East London. Like I love that, like that she's a Londoner. Like I just, those things were like, God, that's such great inspiration for someone who's like British and from the uh, UK. I thought that was very great, but there wasn't, like, it was more of a novelty to have black, black models. And I never really worked with a lot of black models. And a lot of people didn't have the tools to work with black models as well. So it is quite scary. Um, but now I love it that the fashion industry is, you know, celebrating, like, plus size. This, again, wrecks my head, right? So, plus size models. I get as a designer, you want your clothes to look amazing and they say like, you know, if someone's skinny, they're like a coat hanger, so their clothes are gonna hang amazing on them. What I never understood is, is like, I think now, correct me if I'm wrong, but the average size for a woman is like 14 to 16. So why are the models not average? Like, again, it's just like that unattainable reach. Um, so that's something to kind of think about there. Um, and you know, I think, as the generations are getting older and people are, you know, becoming more acceptive of gay people, you know, black people, transgendered people, queer people, all those people out in the world, you know, like, you know, being a single mother is not as frowned upon, you know, being divorced now or separating or being a woman and having a career is not seen as negative, it's celebrated. And I do think that's amazing. And listen, I'm not like some feminist going out there doing marches with people. I just believe that everyone should be treated equally. And I, I, being immersed in cosmetics for so long, you kind of, once you see things around you and you're like, oh my God, really guys? It is shocking to see. But I do believe like, that we have come a long way in cosmetics. I feel like there's um, definitely more things out there for darker skins, um, you know, even in color, like lipsticks and, you know, actual tones of foundation which are correct. So I think they are coming a long way. Um, but it's just mad to see the evolution in just 15 years. So I'm like, oh God, hopefully in like 100 years, um, we're all gonna be good. Um, but it is good to see. And it's it, it, it's nice to see. It kind of makes you feel happy um, in the sense of we are moving forward in a lot of ways with cosmetics. And, you know, we're catering for the right types of skin um, and the skin tones now. And, you know, we, I, it works on the other end of the spectrum. I have a lot of friends who are very pale and a lot of the financiers used to buy or again, not the right tone um, because they are quite fair with like kind of, you know, red hair, that kind of really English rose skin. Um, so yeah, it's, it's great to see. And 
you know, how far we've come within cosmetics and how race is kind of no longer an issue. Um, I do understand there are other subcontexts of that and how, you know, there are still issues in the fashion industry with that. Um, but I just love it. I love the fact, hang on a second. had to have a swig of coffee there um, I love how it has changed and it's evolving and becoming more inclusive and that is the word of today is inclusivity um, I think this lockdown has taught me to be more open um, in regards to you know hearing people's opinions and really looking at what matters in life and I do feel like the cosmetics industry yes although it's very superficial, and it is, you're, you're painting on a different face, uh, which isn't your face. Um, but I do feel like it's, it's evolving and it's evolving into something amazing and I'm happy to still be in it. And I think to people out there, if you are unable to find a foundation shade or you feel like a brand doesn't work for you anymore and it's not looking after you, ditch that brand. You are very, very lucky now to have such disposable brands out there where you can buy cheap and disregard if you want. And, you know, all those drugstore brands and the cheaper brands, they are kind of like starting to flank all these luxury brands, which, you know, people are buying. And I've bought them in the past, not lying, I'm not going to lie, I've bought expensive foundations and I've bought cheap foundations. To me, I'm more like, as long as it lasts and the colour's right, I don't really care what brand it is. I have no, no qualms about that. Um, but yeah, definitely if a brand doesn't look after you and doesn't understand you as a customer, get rid of it. Try something different. There's thousands of brands out there you could be trying. Um, or hundreds. I don't know if it's thousands. Maybe it's thousands. Hundreds or thousands. I don't know. Um, but yeah, there's, there's definitely a good few to try. And listen, this is the time to be doing it. In lockdown, experiment with different things. So that about wraps it up. Um, thanks for joining me today. Again, if you do want to follow me, you can follow me on Beauty Squad 2021 on Instagram. There is a link in the bio. So guys, if you want to be included on my future podcast, feel free to sign up to Anchor and to send over your voice notes and I can add them in to an episode. Um, so if you have any questions or if you have any subjects I want you want me to cover... I will be more than happy to. Um, you guys have been an amazing support. I hope you guys are stay sexy and stay cute, of course. Um, and you wake up and have a great day today, wherever you are in the world. And if you're coming up to the weekend, have a fabulous weekend. Lots and love the beauty squad.